Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. I was drinking some water. My throat was real parched. I'm talking to all these niggas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's your girl, Kashandra. Your is Katama. Welcome to Yo to Year podcast. Where we talk about everything from side chicks to current events while staying black as fuck. Hey, let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Yo to Year. I shut it down. It had to be a little long. <laughs> God. My goodness gracious. I can never have any type of fun. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I had to hold it a little bit longer this time because I'm like, I'm feeling homesick lately. Oh. Yeah, real homesick. You've been saying that. I miss my friend. I'm, it, I, you know what it is? I miss mad events from like, like I miss uh, my friend's baby shower. I miss my best friend's birthday, my father's birthday, my other boy's birthday. And like all within this time, and then like my other friends are gonna have a birthday too, like Which a couple friend? weeks. Christina, Tina, Tina Cakington. Shout out to Tina Cakington. Yeah, shout out to Tina Cakington. What's her name? I feel like I pronounced it. It's ADD podcast. ADD podcast. The ADD podcast. Does she have ADD? ADD. It would make sense if she had ADD, but no, it was just it, it's Adderall podcast. Adderall. So, I, I love. I think it's because they all. Like, because me and Christina are all over the place, mm. so it would probably make the most sense. Mm. But yeah, shout so out. So she's out. undiagnosed, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. No, you no, and her. Y'all niggas, oh, oh, I got it. <laughs> oh, I got it. Uh, Ooh, you need to go see your psychiatrist. Doctors have been trying to diagnose me for uh, my long time. The most recent was like dysgraphia or something like that. Who? My, uh, my college professor, she was like, I think, she was like, yo, she sent me an email. She was like, uh, nigga, this is what I think you have. What was it? What is this? Dysgraphia is like. It's a learning disability that affects handwriting and fine motor that's skills. That's what I was like, yeah, dysgraphia. The first, the base of the word, the root right. of the word is talking about writing. So I knew it had something to do with writing, but not nothing to do with ADD. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, there's all different types of things people try to You know what? Don't believe kid. what they say, baby. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a black mama. Uh uh, baby, that's the devil. Uh -uh, We don't accept that in the name of Jesus. Uh -uh, Ain't nothing wrong with you, baby. Ain't nothing with a little rope tussing to get out. (laughs) (laughs) A little cod liver oil. You're going to be all right, baby. (laughs) Charlotte, how are you doing this week? Mm. Sorry, y'all. I was drinking some water. My throat was real parched. Where are you at? I'm talking to all these niggas. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm so corny. I'm right as you are. Fuck. And then you blame somebody else for being corny. Like, you shame him. There can only be one corny person in the relationship. You're so selfish. If you're both corny, that's like, you're both clowns. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with that? We can't do that. Like, we're going to look bad as a unit. (laughs) That's what I feel like. So I'm just a little apprehensive. That's all right. Um, other than that, my week is fine. I feel like I'm slacking at work. I feel like I'm chatty patty at work for no reason or chatty catty. What do you mean? Like you? Like I'm socializing too much versus doing work. Instead of doing what you. you and but it's also a way for me. I've kind of always been like this, but it's also a way for me to not have so much stress. You know, 
or even like my anxiety of not doing my work mm-hmm. so I do something else outside of it so I don't have that stress right. which is talking which helps the work build up so so you, you're, you're fucking yourself up I am you're at the end Peter to pay Paul yeah you're what yeah I don't know who those people are yeah, I don't that's what? what I'm doing Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter Piper Pepper. Throw a dog a bone. You're like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. So like you're essentially like taking something from one area to give it to another, but it's, you're still having debt. Well, I, I do that all the time. Right, it's my life. Well, stop robbing Peter. <laughs> I can't. And Paul, Paul, Paul is sick of this shit. <laughs> Sounds like Paul needs to instill some boundaries. That's, that's what it sounds like. That's a fact. But Peter just keep leaving the money out, so I got. I'm a swiper, no swiping. Hold on, wait. So, so we don't confuse the listeners. There is an extra voice to that. Oh, are, um, you right. So well, Sean, he wasn't supposed to chime in. Well, he is. You haven't got there yet. He's a special guest today. You haven't got there. But yet. he, you know, he, he break. You know, he doesn't follow the rules. He makes his own rules. True. He doesn't. Just, know. So Chandra, please do the guest. I mean the guest. Please nah. do the honor of introducing our guest since he's your friend. I feel some type of way. Oh my god! I don't think this is a privilege. You should listen. Be somebody should have warned me about this. I would have had a whole spiel. I would have had a whole spiel. But since I don't, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> Take me now, Jesus. <laughs> this is my bestie. This is my brother from oh. another mother. Oh. This is a uh, Jasmine's cousin. Oh. This is a uh, the nigga that's been riding with me. Oh. Since I don't know, two thousand something, oh and um, um, yeah, he gets on my nerves. He's annoying, um, but I love him. Right? That part could have been left out. No, no I can't. <laughs> he needs to know that. No, no, no. But I love him wholeheartedly, and I want to trade him for the world, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, I probably got IRS tax issues. And <laughs> the whole government. government. This is gonna be his last. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can we edit that shit out? Oh, is yeah, that a what's your nickname? What do you, what do you want to What's your government name? Brother? Nah, y'all can keep it. It is. What's your nickname, it's, brother? I cannot. Uh, I have like fifty-five million nicknames. It's not even the thing. I'm Walk, Rock. Wyatt. Yeah, she kept Leo, saying walk in the text Raheem, message. And I was like, that's Jamel nice. Jamal. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Carter Lee. Theo Nico. Theo Nico. Bradshaw? Yeah. Where does Bradshaw come He's from? He's white. Yeah, um, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all <laughs> if y'all can see Katama's face at that moment. What? Right? This, that's not what I see in... What? Yeah, I'm falsely multicultural. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Dolls <Dolezart. laughs> I'm a whole bunch of shit. You got Indian in your family? Mm-hmm. Full on Jeep Cherokee. That's us. <laughs> fresh sense. off the lot. That is that us. Jeep? <laughs> Jerky, that's, that's us. I told y'all I can't stand him. Oh, my God. How long y'all been friends? I said 2,000-something. Yeah. Probably 2010. I want to say 10. 2010. That's about to be 10 years. I know. Damn. How'd y'all meet? Jasmine. Jasmine. Came home for the summer. Aww. With Jasmine, and we went to Six day. Flags, yeah. and we never looked back. Ever, ever. Nope. We're both Virgos. Yes. We think alike. He's like the alter ego, but he's kind of the same since he's gay. Yeah. And so, like, how is he kind of? Cause y'all both like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his, that's like, good common ground. <laughs> 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 like we never that. thought about that. Right. Sounds like a good common ground. <laughs> 
this is our life. No, but that's really not like what we thought twist. about. <laughs> I was like, what other commonalities? Um, oh. the way the process of of how we think, the process yeah. of our behaviors, of okay, how okay. we act and interact with other people. Um, yeah, I feel like hopefully I can say this without offending you or no. somebody. Have y'all been friends for a long time? Uh, so that means he can't get offended? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. He knows that you're not coming but from a place also, of right. He's also like his, I think his logic of thinking or the way he processes information is more feminine too. True. So to I feel core. like it, it, mm. it attaches to my side of thinking. And mm. so when I call him on the phone, I'll be like, nigga, you right. And like, that's because that's what I'm thinking. Right. Mm. So I'm just validating myself. Basically. Yeah, I never got that. I just thought you were smart. I just always thought you were like a smart person who could come to like a logical conclusion. He is that too. That too. And that but too. and it's like, like you put it like right on the money. Like I think in a feminine way, probably because I've been I was raised by women, so my thought process on things in life come from a woman's perspective on things. That's interesting. Yeah, the reason why I find it interesting because I was raised around a lot of women. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. But why, I wouldn't particularly deem it as being feminine. But okay. your father is also a prominent figure in your life, too. That's true. But my yeah. father is also, like, he used to wear barrettes in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Pause. Yeah. Time out. Yeah, Flag not... on the play. Did you say your father has barrettes in his hair? He used to have it. barrettes in his hair. But like, used to. Like, but to be all the way honest, <laughs> knowing my father, he wore it just so a nigga could come in and say something. Like that. <laughs> and like he probably wore it like have as a bait. whole conversation or have a whole fight. As a fight, oh, like he probably wore it as bait. Like, what do you think? You think I'm soft? Ah, the joke's on you. Like, <laughs> 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 Jack in a box. <laughs> <laughs> He thought this shit was gonna be easy though. Ah, nope. The fuck? That's wowing. Okay. And I then the fuck. the women that I grew up with, now I'm thinking about it, weren't particularly feminine. Feminine. Okay. So, I mean, one are from New York, so most people are just not feminine. But mm. also, like the women in my family, like I forget, like they're like niggas. You forget that woman? Yeah, because yeah. they act like niggas. Like they act like you know I me mean? fights my cousins have gotten into and shit like that. My mother alone talks like she's from. She's not Jamaican. She has like this like thick bed sty accent, and she's like, "You think I'm one of them punk bitches?" Like that's how she talks. Oh, Ain't that what y'all like about him though? I can't. Oh. Like being talked talk like that. I don't like to be abused. I don't. <laughs> I kind of like it. You lying now? I am lying. I like a little. Uh, <laughs> you like a little <laughs> slap me, tell me I ain't shit. I like that shit. Shut <laughs> me, I ain't shit. So why do you deem it as? Why do you? What makes it feminine? Um, what makes it feminine? I think that's a very good question. Uh, I think because if I were to compare it to the way, like, the next guy would think, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be maybe as bland as as the word. Like, with men, like, it's just one thing. Like, it's very black and white. Like, this is what the fuck it is. That's just what the fuck it's going to be. For me, it's a puzzle. Like, it's like there are 50,000 components to Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I see all of them, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna identify all of them, and I'm gonna talk about all. Like it's just I'm like no, but I see that that's just where you want to keep it. Like no, I just want to get my dick up. I'm like no, you wanted to get your dick up because you were doing this, this, that, that. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. just like the the background to it just is like deeper. I guess I, I get that from my mother. Like, yeah, like, I actually mm-hmm. uh, I read that in an article one time where um, they were talking. They're trying to explain why women make better managers than men. 
um, because yeah. they were saying that women have more gray matter mm-hmm. in their brains, which causes the neuron, which is causing them to co- um, connect more things together to come to a whole bigger picture rather than just this one small detail. Yeah. So like they use this example of um, shopping. So yeah. if a man needs to go shopping <clears throat> and he needs new pants, he goes straight to the pants section, gets some pants, nigga most likely won't even try it on yeah. and just bounce. But when a woman is going shopping, she's going to get pants, but then she sees a blouse. She sees this and that and comes out with a brand new outfit because she was able to come to the conclusion that I need a more professional look right. rather than I just need pants. Because now the guy next week is going to go and get a shirt. Right. And then the week after that is a tie and right. stuff like that. So See, but I fall in that in-between because, for example, if I'm going shopping, I'm going shopping with a list. Mm. And if I go shopping and I say, okay, I'm going to go look for some pants. I'm looking for a specific kind of type of pants. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try these pants on to make sure they fit. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I'm going to keep going. Like, the goal is not just to be like, okay, I got some pants. I'm going to go home and it is what's going to be. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. What kind of fucking shirt am I going to wear with these pants? See? How do I look in these motherfuckers? I just feel like pants? you're specifying. I just feel like you're generalizing, too. Oh, I feel like all men don't think that way. Like All of them don't. I'm just going to go get some pants. I'm just going to. Well, that was just the article. That was the example. That <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure we just... I go straight to the pants section. I and you will never try pants on? I pretty much know my size. I'm like, I know my size. I see. I now, how, am I wrong? Often. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you don't learn from the previous experience? I, I just... There's something about... There's something weird about me going in... Like, I feel weird about going in the in the, the fitting room and, like, putting on pants and, like, Looking, looking at you know, yourself? Yeah, I'm like... Ooh, how does look over my butt? Like, I'll joke around, but I really feel weird. I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Mm. It's fine. <laughs> I'll put it against my chest real quick. <laughs> it's really like, <laughs> yeah. they do the kids, like, they stretch out the shirt, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, let me see. I'm like, no. I'm, yeah, I'm like, put this shit on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, put it on. Because now I got to come back next week. and like, yeah. Right, exchange right. shit. Don't know what you do with now the fucking receipt. It. Look all disappointing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my crumpled up receipt, because I thought I had a victory. <laughs> I got, a Got it out the trash. Yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so why we bring Shut Rock on the show? Well, I'm gonna it? refer to him as Rock people, so I don't know if we're gonna edit out his real government name, but we're gonna refer to you as Rock. Because, oh but then why did you keep saying Walk? Oh, because a- his little cousin could never pronounce ours, so he always said Walk. Yeah. Hey, Walk. Hey, Jackson. like Walk. So today. Well, we you asked why we brought Rock mm-hmm. to the podcast today. So the la- at the end of last week, towards the end of our episode, well, not last week. So towards the end of the last episode, yeah, I mentioned like my apprehension to the feminist movement and uh, the LGBT community. LGBTQI plus R. It's more letters. <laughs> Y'all might as well just say to the alphabet people. <laughs> By the end of all of this. There will be every fucking letter. We're just like you said that. So it's a, see, I, and I will. We can't you say see, that. Can, I, can we just can we just be clear that. that was rock that right. said that? Right. Rock. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> so it's the LGBTQI plus sign. QI plus sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is like so I I wanted you here <laughs> I because I wanted to have else. I wanted to have like an open conversation with someone who is well. Uh, homosexual man yes and I'm a heterosexual man mm-hmm. so anything that I say today I'm a heterosexual woman just and you are a heterosexual woman too yes sometimes I have yet to dabble <laughs> <laughs> the key word in that sentence was, was yet. yet 
I mean, I got some people if you... We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank We're you. not her representative. <laughs> we don't need you. Uh, yeah, the don't do yeah. <laughs> I gotta fuck with her well-being a little bit more highly. Uh-uh. So, anything mm-hmm. that I say today is literally just from... I'm just trying to understand. I'm not trying to be okay. offensive. Anything. Having like a real-ass conversation. I'm real sure a conversation. lot of people probably have the same questions as you. Yeah. And I okay. look at my sensitivity at home, so we good. So, I, so like, I have this discussion at all... I, I, all the, I'm sorry, I have this discussion all the time with like a couple of my friends because so my apprehension or my thing with the LGBT community is um, I don't like the comparison of the struggles, like the comparison of growing up as a homosexual mm-hmm. as growing up to a black person. Okay. Um, I feel like they're not equal at all. The okay. reason why I feel like they're not equal at all is because... I, there's like a quote-unquote closet that you can hide in. That's why it's called like coming out of the closet because okay. there's the option of not saying that being gay is an option. Being gay is natural, not natural. Right. But like coming out of the closet is a choice that you can make that right. me with black skin can't make at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so being that I can't make this choice and I'm not in control of my skin, mm-hmm. but you can participate in activities and not participate in activities. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when it's the two compare when the two struggles are uh, compared to each other, mm-hmm. because oftentimes than not, white people can be members of the LGBTQI community plus sign plus sign, and being that white people can be a part of that group, mm-hmm. their um, <clears throat> that struggle gets pushed a lot more or gets treated a lot differently okay. than our struggle. So, like a prime example that I felt was like. Black, I don't even fuck with Black History Month like mm-hmm. that, but Black History Month versus Pride Month mm-hmm. or Black Lives Matter versus Pride Month. Mm-hmm. So like when it's Black History Month, mm-hmm. you'll have the sprinkle of people who wants to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. But or Black Lives Matter, you'll have the sprinkle of people who celebrate it. But when it's Pride Month, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like all over. And that's dope. Mm-hmm. That is dope. But it's that energy is not for us, too, because own black lives matter black history month only affects us mm-hmm. but when you are lgbt you could be asian you could be white you could be well the most important thing is you could be white mm-hmm. so being that you can be white it affects them so mm-hmm. now everyone takes it serious mm-hmm. okay i can understand that <clears throat> um the general basis and the, the the at the end of the day it's all oppression mm-hmm. so at, at the very basis i am a I've always felt like in myself that I've always been a threat to every category that I could have possibly fit in. I always felt like a walking target. I have to deal with being a black boy mm-hmm. because that comes with its own set of problems. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to deal with being a black gay boy. Mm-hmm. So for me, they didn't differentiate B or there was... They tried not to tap because of... Yeah. Sorry. So for me, there was never like a moment where you could only you can be in one at a different time mm-hmm. for me it was always a thing be even within my own community there is racism in my own community and there's oppression from my own people well oppression right your community. i mean it it does not stop due to who you sleep with or what you identify as That's true. so as a black man i have to deal with the way that police brutality, white people look at me. I have to deal with how I speak or how I am seen, <laughs> even in my professional field. 
Like I like even at work, I will have someone look at me like, "Oh my god, you're the black guy." Oh hi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the educated black guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the one that I got to talk to first. Okay, where's the where are the white people? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. And then I open my mouth, and then I'm also the gay guy. And then it's like, oh okay, so now you're the black guy who's also weak. And then I open my mouth, and you don't get this strong baritone voice. You also get feminism that could well this soft just feminine approach Mm -hmm. it's like so then there's that (coughs) so for me it's never been like you can separate those into i'm not this because at one given moment i can feel all three Mm. i feel all of them like all the time Mm -hmm. so i get how you feel like there comes a point where I have the ability to more than likely hide that within myself or stay in this closet. Mm-hmm. If I'm outside, you, the first thing you see is skin. Mm-hmm. You see this color. Mm-hmm. I'm a black man. I cannot deny that with anything in me. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the closet aspect, nobody wants to be in the closet. Mm-hmm. It is a place that is there, yes, but nobody wants to be in it. Mm-hmm. it is, is it a safety blanket? Mm. Yes and no. It allows you to be there to protect yourself from what you're experiencing and what other people can probably bring to you. So you stay in this closet out of fear of getting your ass beat, mm. being judged, mm. being kicked out of your house, mm. um, and a whole other plethora of things because you also have to not only just deal with just being just a black kid, then you got to be gay, and then my family doesn't accept me. My friends don't accept me. Um, I can't go anywhere. I'm being bullied. Mm-hmm. And now I'm being threatened. I can't go to school without getting my ass kicked a beat for the simple fact that I'm just me. Mm-hmm. So out of fear, you're like, I will pull that back. And as a black man, it's the same thing. Like sometimes I just want to walk around the world, be like my nigga this, my nigga that. But I can't be that. Mm-hmm. I can't give that energy everywhere I go because then that's a threat. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm a target there too. <clears throat> And so the closet is there so you don't, you're not targeted, but nobody wants to be there. Mm-hmm. That shit's just like nobody wants to be in there. You come out because you get to the point where it's, this is who the fuck I am. And no matter what the consequences are, I have to be me because I'm in this state. And it's like, it's a pressure. It's a box. Mm-hmm. You are pushed down no matter who it comes from, whether it's friends, family, school, work, somebody. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's. For me, there's never been an option to just say that I'm going to be this one thing today or that one thing today or the other. Have I tried? Yes. Is you've, there? You've tried to... Yeah, like, I've tried to not have this voice. Like, I've tried to put on a deeper voice so <laughs> that it's not... I don't come off as weak or I don't come off as that gay guy. Gotcha. So... Because of fear of... Because of fear of, okay, I'm not ex- I'm not accepted and people look at me weird. And then it's that fear. And then it's the sense that I am not viewed as someone who's strong. Gotcha. And this tone and being feminine and being colorful and being wild and being flamboyant comes with the title of sissy or faggot. That's where you get that from. Gotcha, yeah. So I fight that because... Which is weak. Like, which, 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 which is, is viewed as weak, yeah. Weak. Mm-hmm. So... I can be a black gay man. You walk up on me, you catching hands. Like I don't give a fuck what it is about. We can be about. I was it. always told that black gay men got some of the best hands. You know? Right. <laughs> like, like if I have to fight you, <laughs> yeah. You, I, I'm not gonna. Like it's. I have so much to fight for at gotcha. that point. I'm yeah. not just fighting just for this fight. I'm fighting for the fact that you're not gonna think that at any given moment you're gonna beat the fuck out of me because I'm gay. Gotcha. Or this is my voice. Gotcha. It's like nah, bitch. I got something to fucking prove. Gotcha. So. 
I've been in that place where I've tried to just be or just seen as just the black guy. Yeah. But that comes into a conflict and it's like, that's not who you are. It's all in this one moment. I am the black, gay, flamboyant guy. That mm-hmm. is who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. So I've never been able to just have one switch on in a room at a time. No, that's valid. I mean, and there's a, I'm aware that there's a level of like, I guess, privilege I have too because yeah. it's like, I'm a black straight man. Right. So there's wasn't, there's not particularly multiple identities I have to choose right. between. Um, some of the things that you do say, I definitely could relate to. Yeah. Um, not maybe not to your extreme, but like I told my mom, um, growing up as like the smart kid or in the in the going to the smart school in yeah. the hood neighborhoods. As soon as you went outside, because yeah. they see your they see your uh, your uniform, right. you're soft, or like me speaking articulately, right? They think you're soft or something right. like that. So you got to be ready. At all times. At all times. At all times. Like, oh, so don't get this. Right. Don't let my love for Sarah Bareilles fool you. Right. I'll slap flames out of you. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I definitely see where you're going. And in no way, shape, or form where I would ever say anyone should be in the closet. Right. I guess I was just putting the, imp- I was playing this, the part about that's the, there's an option. Not right. saying that it's a plausible option. You should do it. Something right. like that. Um, you said that it's oppression. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like because some people say it's not you don't want to play the like the oppression olympics Mm -hmm. but i also feel like i view oppression as like medicine let's put it this way like not medicine uh relief from oppression you're asking for medicine so when you're asking for equality it's medicine right Mm -hmm. and we're all asking for equality but Mm -hmm. our level of oppression is different illnesses so for some people's illness their oppression is the common cold mm-hmm. and other people's uh, illness is the flu and then like for black people I see it as like full blown AIDS right. so if we're all asking for medication equality mm-hmm. and they see all three of our oppressions mm-hmm. they're like oh well I can't cure AIDS but I can give y'all the common flu and they give, they give you medicine for the common flu so they give us all three mm-hmm. the medicine for the common flu but right. the only two people that's going to get cured as the ones who had the flu and had the cold and the people who still have AIDS mm-hmm. are still stuck over here. Right. So I, 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 and that's what, I guess that's why, because like there's homophobia mm-hmm. and then there's racism. Right. So like racism in that last three, this is, and I'm, this is just me explaining my understanding. Of it. Right. Racism, that ISM at mm-hmm. the end of it, means it's systematic. Mm-hmm. So like before anyone even sees you, when you apply to a job and they see your name, you're 56% less likely Mm-hmm. to get it like there's fear and there's stuff like that like being afraid and all sorts of stuff but then there's a systematic thing that is put in place to make sure that like because your name is Rakim mm-hmm. that's Rakim 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 Rakim's mm-hmm. my favorite because it's um, Rakim mm-hmm. you're less likely to get selected for a job right or like that's to me so that's why like the the, the, the um, oppression of blacks is just like I can't even see anything past it because mm-hmm. it's just so some systematic and ingrained. Right. Now, within the black community, I always say that we need to take care of our own. Mm-hmm. So the the members of the LGBT mm-hmm. uh, community who are black, we need to do a better job taking care of them. Mm-hmm. We need to do it. And it's the same thing with feminists. Mm-hmm. We need to with, with, with our women. We need to make them feel mm-hmm. like... More secure. More secure. Right. Because they go out there and they look... At what I feel is they seek... Uh, Commodity, Kamar, Kamar? No, Friendship or partnership and commodity. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. And other groups, when at the end of the day, they're using you. So, like, the feminist movement makes, like, regardless, they use you and not treat you right. And then once they get their shit, you're gone. 
perfect mm-hmm. example would be the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. The Me Too movement was a thing before it came out. It got this big push, and then when it was time to put them on the Time magazine, it was like, nah, fuck you. Like, they didn't even put the woman who was the founder of the Me Too movement, which is a black woman from the Bronx, they didn't even put her on the front of the cover. Hmm. So and like the LGBT, like I think it was the big thing is like the the like the fight on Stonewall and something like that, which is supposed to be like this big thing in New York. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that was doing that fight in the beginning were black, trans and gay men, mm-hmm. and black and trans and gay women. But you don't hear that. Yeah. So we definitely need to do a better job making you feel supported, making our black women feel supported. But like I don't see the point in like bringing other, other people. Movements. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because when you were explaining to Rock or pitching how you felt or how you process it and whatnot, the whole time I'm like, you're trying to compare two different oppressions. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I have, like, you cannot compare oppressions. And I feel like that's what you're trying to do. Like, you can't say this is worse than this. Like, everybody has their own experiences. I do get what you're saying with the ism off of racism versus homophobic. I get what you're saying and I can see both sides. I also feel like the conversation's not geared towards the LGBTQ, IQ, plus, sign, all that. Again, again, that's Walk making that joke. Just want to be clear. We're fucking humans. All these goddamn labels. It's not for them. Hold on to that thought because I want to get back to it. It's not for them. I feel like that conversation should be held to the black community. I feel like this is, I feel like you should start promoting that to the black community start having conversations with us gathering and being a camaraderie ourselves having a community ourselves uplifting ourselves backing up ourselves Mm -hmm. like we have a hard time doing that Mm -hmm. we'll start a movement it's like we have ADD as a community we'll start Mm -hmm. something but it won't follow through Mm -hmm. we have so many barriers to push through and I think that's a lot of times why it's like fuck like we can't get through but if we did back each other up and if we did come together as a whole I think we would have a lot more movement than we actually do now yeah I mean yeah like what you're saying is valid we definitely just need to support each other a lot better like we just and that's just a fact mm-hmm. but there are a lot of things that we I mean at the core of it is just self-hatred that comes in a lot and there's just a lot of historical context yeah for yeah. some people that was tough um there's some people who uh view like your lifestyle uh or uh, as like a ploy to de- de- demasculate the black man right and see it as an attack so right. like you know uh there's our because black men's masculinity has been attacked since day one yeah but being attracted to someone of the same sex doesn't particularly mean you're not masculine right it just right. means that you are attracted to someone of the same, same sex right uh, so it's 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 fed with miscommunication, Correct. misknowledge, and then stirred that up with self hate. Yeah, right. and that's a pot of fuckery. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like at the end of the day, we can band together and we can start a movement. But if you don't change the way that you think mm-hmm. or the way that you see shit, there's nothing that's going to change, and it's going to be a band aid. That's yes. what it is. Because, like for me, like if I have a struggle you look to your community to save you like you would say you're a black man first so you go to your community as a black man a gay black man i'm seen as less than Mm. from my own people Mm. like Mm. i don't matter Mm. like black trans people are dying left and right Mm. yet they don't matter yeah Mm. because they're trans oh y'all 
weak ass niggas. Y'all confused and shit. Ah, oh, nah, fuck them. Y'all not human. Y'all, not, y'all know what the fuck you are. So why would I come together to support your confused ass? Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you? Because they were born to completely feel some type of different way within themselves. Mm-hmm. And said, this is not connecting. connecting. Mm-hmm. So I'm less than. Got it. So you jump out of, okay, I can't be saved in my black community. So then let me come over to the gay community. And you dealing with the same bullshit there too. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So the white gays and the black gays, oh, we're definitely on different sides. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what it is, it's like the bullied become the bullies mm. so it's that, you, you, that's yeah, a really good point you, you come from oppression you come from pain you come from segregation already over here yet you are over here doing the exact same thing that was done to you to your own fucking mm-hmm. people that's what and America has taught you that is, that is what America has taught you and that goes into every fucking community yeah. it's you need status yeah in my community it's first of all be, let's get break all it the way down, down for us brother when you say my community you're talking about the, the gay community okay, let's start there and i'm only specifically talking about gay men because i cannot speak on the lesbians i can't speak on the bisexual people i can't speak about trans people okay i have not had any of those experiences when it comes to the gay male experience it comes okay first of all what's your race okay then what's your height what do you look like physically it comes Mm. demographically what do you look like physically what do you look like without clothes what do you drive where do you live how much money do you make Mm, mm, mm. fuck how great of a fucking person you are fuck if you are the most genuine fucking person or you might be the person for me it's all of these other things I gotta fit all of these categories just even to be seen it's how much do you weigh do you go to the gym? Do you have muscles? What do you eat? Are you on a diet? Do you suck dick? Do you hook up? Do you have HIV? What do you, you doing if AIDS? you don't? I'm wait, just wait, confused. Wait. Do you suck dick is a valid point. Right. <laughs> is it though? I would like to know question. too. What else, I would, but, what else would we be doing? Uh, let me just, let me just you know, <laughs> I don't know. I should be a given. Blame scissoring. I don't know. As a gay man, you're scissoring? Listen. That happens? <laughs> That's a sword fight, nigga. It happens. You see shit and just be like, how the fuck did y'all get together? Like, like what? Is fighting. Okay, so. Hot, but okay, if it makes you happy. Like, fuck all the other shit. It's, it's, hmm. You are viewed less than. Okay, I'm gay. Great. Let me go hang out in my community. Fucking pride? Nobody's celebrating the femme, like, thick, fat, chubby black dude. Mm. No. Yeah. Bitch, no! They out and about, living their best life. Yeah, in this this small little group that is shamed and shunned and frowned upon. It's mostly like the ad film. Do you feel like it has to be like an aesthetic, the way that you're viewed aesthetically is promoted in that community because of the oppression they feel from the outside communities. Mm -hmm. Like you have to put on a bigger front. Like we have Mm -hmm. to be the best we can be. It's kind of like Darwin's, um, what's it called? Darwin's. Um, I forgot what it's called, but Darwin something. Yeah, okay. Where the, the weakest link basically dies. Like, oh, evolution. Evolve. Yeah, Darwin's evolution. Mm-hmm. So the, the strongest person survives mm-hmm. and the weakest don't. So right. being overweight, having health issues, all that <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you ain't gonna make it. Nigga eating that KFC every day? Weekend dates. Bitch, is that your third piece of chicken? Nigga, you eat a chicken skin? <laughs> 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 
This nigga is eating the crystal. <laughs> But I honestly, I think it's them. You have to put your best foot forward because you're already being judged, and you're going to be judged even more for being overweight. Right. But at the end of the day, if I don't accept somebody for where the fuck they are, yeah, because I'm like you don't fit the image that we are trying to promote. Right. Right. I'm then for oppressing you Mm. and telling you you're not good enough to even be seen you're not good enough to be acknowledged you're not good enough to even be in my presence mm-hmm. oh i wonder if, does that contribute sorry katama i'll get to your point no, you got, got. i wonder does that contribute to the higher suicide rates within the lgbtqi oh, plus sure. community because you're not you're not accepted in that community nor any other community so who the fuck am i can who? we can we actually that's a really good point because i have mm-hmm. my point is like back to what he said originally and okay. I want to get back so to that. Like, no, what he said about the because li- I found you said that it was like the Charles Darwin evolution thing yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, when you were listening it, mm-hmm. you sounded like a black woman listening mm-hmm. to the guys that the type of the That's what I was thinking that you look for. That's yeah. what you look for. And I'm like, I always found commonalities within oppressed groups. Yeah. So just like how you said the oppressed usually becomes the oppressors when yeah. they become the bulliers. Yeah. The symptoms are very similar. Yeah. So, like, within the black community, mm-hmm. one of the things that we look for bullshit to... Um, we, I think it was funny. I was watching the baby on Instagram. And he I had, like... like a, him. He had like I like him, too. I think he's dope. But he had a chain, I think, that said billionaire or something like that. A billion mm-hmm. dollars, something like that. And I was like, oh, niggas rather pretend that they're billionaires than actually trying to work and be billionaires. Yeah. Because we, like... Because we rely on superficial things yeah. to uplift our like to make us seem bigger than what we actually are right because we are not taught to actually value who we are exactly at the core of who we are exactly. so like and, and that sounds very similar to like black people uh, members of the gay community and trans community and mm-hmm. black women too mm-hmm. and you take that within yourself to put yourself on this pedestal what you essentially do is try to build yourself pull yourself up out of pain by giving yourself these false realities <clears throat> I'm the shit I'm this. Yes. I don't need anybody. Yes. Bitch, I'm bad. Yes. Bitch, I'm all of these things. But what you're doing essentially is Blind. you are blinding yourself to only see one type of thing and you're looking at the next person because they're not having that same mindset. Yeah. And so all- it's like, mm-hmm. bitch, you ain't shit. Oh, you're not- <laughs> oh, bitch, I'm better than you. You're good. Take your ass over there. You can't sit with us. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sit in your valley of pain, bitch. I don't want to sit in your I'm good. Let's a little crowded. Get over here with me. And my bucket of chicken. We're very happy. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then, yeah, because in a way, it seems like you're seeking salvation and yes. things that are not substantial. Exactly. Uh, and then that goes back to what Chandra said earlier about, like, higher suicide rates and things like that because... Yeah. Yeah. You're not accepted. Absolutely. You're not accepted in... Any other group, right? That's what, in any, any. community, mm-hmm. in any, you're alone. Any. And as human beings, we're social beings. Like we have to connect mm-hmm. to someone or something. Mm-hmm. We have to connect. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's why you can't choose between the two. Like it's starting to make sense because you can't choose between the two because, like, all right, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna fuck with the black people, right? <clears throat> but you gay. Don't fuck with you. Yeah, but you gay, right? Uh, I'm fuck with the the gay community. Ah, but you're black. Kind of a nigga. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. A whole one. So you don't have anywhere to turn mm-hmm. except yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the I had this I was driving to Ganey's house and I was on the freeway and I was and I had this random thought. I was like, suicide ideation as a gay person is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would want to meet one 
gay person that probably has not considered it. Mm-hmm. Because as growing up, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely went through deep depression and I definitely knew that I was not accepted in any goddamn community or category that I had a membership to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't ask for this shit. You mm-hmm. just sent me this package in the mail saying you're a fucking member. Great. Now mm-hmm. I'm trying to use the benefits and I fucking can't. Mm-hmm. So, where do I go to get what the fuck it is that I need? I can't get it at Who home. do I need to call? Right. Go, can I speak to a supervisor? Like, <laughs> go help me with this bill. I just want to know. But like, you're sending me shit. I, I don't know like, what this I is about. Did. Like, I don't get it at home. I'm not getting it at school. Because I went to a seven-day Adventist school. So we, we, we preaching Jesus and everything yeah. you about is wrong. Mm-hmm. But then you look at them and then you're like, okay, we're going to be great on the Sabbath. We're going to follow the Bible. But, bitch, come Saturday night, we twerking and drinking and sucking on dicks and doing all this <laughs> other shit. And I'm just like, what are we teaching? Like, I'm confused. I, I'm not accepted at home. I'm not accepted at school. I'm not accepted in my community. I'm not accepted anywhere. I'm by my fucking self. Mm-hmm. There's no one to talk to. There's nowhere to go. I have nothing and nobody. I can't go tell my mama because she might kick me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck am I going to go? Mm-hmm. So I have to, I have to be in this closet because I have to survive. For me, growing up, it was, I have to do what the fuck it is I got to do until I get 18 and get the fuck out of this house. I will put on any front and fucking show until I get out of this circumstance to be able to fend for myself. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in survival mode. The closet is survival mode. The crazy thing about it is there are people, like, for, like, even, like, kids... It's different when you're an adult and you can be like, I can find my own way. I can move. I can find other people. I can do all these things. I have these newfound freedoms by just simply being an adult. A fucking kid who's 10, 11, 12, knowing damn well he can't go home and tell his fucking father because his father going to beat the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Can't tell his mother because she's just going to probably beat the fuck out of him mm-hmm. too. Ain't got no family. Can't be this at school because then you definitely gonna get your fucking ass beat mm-hmm. every day for being who the fuck you are. Who do you turn to when you're trying to figure out yourself, mm-hmm. your life, but yet your sense of community is fucking fucked mm-hmm. because you can't run no fucking body. Mm-hmm. As a kid, like experiencing that, like I know what all of those kids have gone through, and to take their lives, it was like their circumstances were much more worse than mine. Why? Yeah. Because. My father wasn't in my life. Mm-hmm. So being who I was, there were things I could like get away, get away with. with. Yeah. They couldn't. They could not get away with any of that. They mm-hmm. had nothing and nobody to run to. I had friends who were females. Like I'm always attracted or clicked with females. So I had some females that were just there with me through that time. But if I didn't have that, like, what, what the fuck would I be? Like I probably wouldn't even be alive right now. And that's real shit because I had no one to turn to. And as an adult that comes with privilege to go where you want to go, do what you want to do, how you want to do it, you got a job, you make money, you can, you find it in different areas. You'll find it in alcohol, you'll find it in drugs, you'll find it in sex, you'll find it in a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And none of it is healthy. And you've healed from nothing. And you've gone from one place of pain to the next place of pain. And it's all deeper. You're just sinking in this fucking hole. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm always saying that there's no cutoff. You don't get to choose as a a black gay person. You don't get to choose which one you want to be today. Mm -hmm. You are all of these things Mm 24-7. Your struggle does not stop. 
And so I do see heterosexual people as the people of privilege. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, like whatever you want to do to whatever girl you want to fuck with, that shit's cool. That nigga getting mad pussy, he good. I know what he meant. You guys, I looked at. He was like, whatever I want to do like, to any woman, like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. You can marry whatever guy you want to. That's fine. You better bring Bitch home a brother. Want to be a female. Well, no, but she's a woman, though. But even then, that's different because that's viewed as just some sexual euphoria yes, yes, of girls yes, yes. together. But a guy and a guy, and it's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck wrong with this picture? What the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like. But being, I feel like being a gay woman would have definitely some barriers too, especially within my family. Like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, wait, why, why, mm-mm. why was that question brought up? In general, right. So I just feel like when it's okay if it's outside of for a parent, at least for my parent, if it's outside of her children, that's fine. I can accept it. But if it's my children, Mm -hmm. that's a whole totally different conversation. Mm -hmm. Like what I think she takes it upon herself. What did I do wrong or what happened? You know, something within trauma. Yeah, because I think that that goes under the narrative that. You know, there's in psychology, especially, it's always nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. And, and like that, you choose to be in that kind of life. Yeah. So That's like not when my I said that, you choose. Like I always said, that it makes sense that someone can be gay. Like you could be born some way because, like, when you're attracted to someone of the opposite sex, it's there's like a pheromone thing. Like yeah. When animals are attracted to right, animals, it's scientifically proven. So like, right. there, it can be scientific that makes you something that makes you attracted to someone of the same sex that just right. makes sense to me um I, w- I was listening what what happened what are you looking for oh, I was looking for water <laughs> uh, you didn't, you didn't get I thought I had water. a bottle I did I think I left it on the bed are you are you getting up to get me water is it on the bed yeah 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 <laughs> te amo mi amor you know she doesn't tell me she loves me never Nah, like you ever been on, like if you on the phone with her and I'm like, All right, love you, bye, bye. <laughs> Rude. Why are you telling me you you love him? <laughs> That's what you brought up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. I'm just saying. Okay, so I'm loved. Sean, are you coming back? Yeah, go ahead. So hearing you talk was actually really interesting. It reminded me of the times I was in a group therapy. Oh, that sounds like So I did, yeah, I did, I did therapy like three years. One of them was group therapy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was interesting was hearing people talk mm-hmm. and seeing yourself within that person. Yeah. So, like, growing up, I've always, uh, I always uh, resonated, not resonated, I always was drawn to women more than mm-hmm. I was guys. I was, just felt way more comfortable around women than I mm-hmm. felt around guys. I was mostly raised around women. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how it always was. Yeah. Um... I grew up mostly around women in my family. Most of the members of my family are girls. But then, what happened? What you, what's going on? Most of the women. <laughs> let's just. Pass it. Sit your ass down! Why is your struggle so authentic? I was trying to be really quiet. You were looking hella weird over Sit there, bro. Sit down. So it was so then I think one of the differences that um, some of our views were here mm-hmm. um, 
we have those similar things. Mm-hmm. But I guess I grew up with my pops mm-hmm. a lot, and well, a lot. So I grew up with my father, mm-hmm. and you did. For some people, mm-hmm. people think that that has like a part to do with it. What would you say to those people? A part to do with him being gay. Yeah, some people believe that like there's not enough fathers in the household. So being that you were girls raised around women, then you attribute these feminine qualities and then eventually become attracted to men. Um, that's such a loaded question. There, um, <laughs> it is a loaded question. There's so many layers and factors to that because. Well, what's I, your initial reaction to hearing when has you have you heard that before? I have heard that before. Mm-hmm. Automatically in my head, I'm like, it's it's it's, it's kind of bullshit. It's yeah. not as black and white as people would presume it to be because as a child you are who the fuck you are I've been this way since I was a little ass kid like I've always been active flamboyant just big and bubbly like I've always just been this person so but at the same time what you surround yourself with is soon to what you kind of become you know, I don't want to say conformed to, but like you, you essentially take that within yourself and you grow in kind of that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's like you grow up in a house cooking with seasoning, salt, garlic, pepper, and and fucking black pepper. That's all the fuck you gonna use. Yeah. It's what you are around to become because it's your life. It's what you know. So, I would say it's not as black and white. Like there are plenty of people who didn't grow up in the house with a father, and I know plenty of gay black men who grew up in a house without a fucking what? father, who mm-hmm. are some of the most masculine men I've ever met. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's nothing is ever as black and white as since that. Yeah, so and that, it's, it's if you pretty much just emulate the like some behaviors, or right? Because like there's just certain things I'll do right. when I'm talking because right. I used to go up around girls, right? So I'll talk on my hands or right. something like that, but. I'm not strictly clitly. I'm not strictly clitly. Never heard of it. Never looked at it. The dick was like, you know what? I want some of that. I was like, so you you think that, Sean? About this? You look at it all the time. All the time. I don't like the way you said that, too. <laughs> about to what did you say in my mouth oh, in your mouth oh my goodness gracious this is a load of it yeah <laughs> it's dick Sunday <laughs> oh my it's dick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's stop talking about it. Yeah, this is that was very. Don't ever bring that up. Like, you said sweet dick Sunday. Sweet dick. I didn't say sweet dick Sunday. The fact that you said it now, (laughs) it's officially a fucking thing. (laughs) Sweet dick Sunday sounds amazing to me. It really does, doesn't it? It takes away from Jesus Day, but uh, I mean, you can never take away Jesus Day. First of all, Jesus had a dick, like you know. Hold on, are you religious? Oh no, I'm not. Okay. And, and are you spiritual? Sense. I'm very spiritual. I do have a very strong sense of God, and I feel it all the time. You can't mm-hmm. deny that. But religion and that, I want to teach you one way. I just the the teachings in, in in religion in any form, I just can't fuck with because I feel like at some point this is all just some fuckery that was just passed along. Mm-hmm. You are dropping the f bomb so much. That's fine. Oh, because I'm talking about Jesus? No, no, no. Is this a safe for work podcast? This is a family oriented podcast. You can say fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. the family. <laughs> you had to fuck to make the family. So, I don't. So, um, earlier you said that we're all. You said we're all human. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean, I feel like. 
these categories we try to put ourselves in is so that we can help people understand us. And I'm just like, I don't want to be a fucking label. Like, I don't want to be like, okay, you're the gay guy. I'm like, bitch, there are days that come by that I'm thinking I want to eat some pussy. Like, why not just be gay? Yo, Chandra's face. Chandra's face. this like several times. Chandra's face. You gotta ignore her. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you take your first fucking conversation? Because I can't imagine you eating pussy. I can. That's the crazy word. You can or cannot? I can. I feel like I'd be really fucking good. I feel like she'd be like, what the fuck? I feel like you would never get that from me. Because I'm a... I, I just feel like just the... the, the so it doesn't thing. repulse you? No. And then I'm not acting... Like, because I know... Like, it my used bo- to repulse him. I was gonna say, my he boy... He so disrespectful... Disrespectful towards vagina, the vulva, and... All, all of us that down there. with the female... Yeah, and like, I would ask my boy, I'm like, so you would never? He's like... Ugh. Like, he was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, come on, nigga. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> right. Okay. No, but I'm, I I think I think you're right. That there was a point where I would be like, bitch, that would never happen. You want me to do what? With who? Mm-mm. But growing up, you just be like, I don't try that shit. I, I try anything at least twice. Just to... Twice. twice once. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, I always so say you try mean. it twice. You try it one time, I feel like you have a reaction, and then you get to sit back and settle it within yourself and be like... Your initial reaction is probably going to be some wild shit because you're kind of in shock. Gotcha. And then you take a step back and be like, okay, come calm down. I kind of know what it'll be about. Let's try it again. And then it's a solidified thing like, okay, yes or fucking no. Mm. So I would say try something twice and let me know how you feel. So you, so you said that you stated that we're all human because you feel like we're put in boxes in order to help everybody understand. Right. Like, I feel like you're just a person. Like, I don't just view, like... Because for me, in my head, is I have to place you somewhere so that my mind can understand you. And it's just like a trans woman is a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't just see you as like, okay, you're a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Got it. No, you're a woman. If this is this is who you are. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. You're a man. You're bisexual. You're gay. You're you're a fucking human fucking being. At first, when you said that, I didn't wholeheartedly agree with it. But after explaining it like that, I kind of agree more to it. Yeah. I kind of feel as though people have labels not to only understand, but to also like rate, um, um, put under in a category in order to be like oh I'm better than this this and this like it's still a way to oppress people mm-hmm. um, by labeling them mm-hmm. I don't know but this sounds really similar to like the whole being colorblind um, thing like oh you're not black you're white you're, you're just you're human. a human like no if you're not a tra- that stupid no, no I know so like <laughs> if, if you're a trans woman mm-hmm. I I would refer to you as a trans woman because I respect where you come. Like, when you see me, I'm black. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge me as such because mm-hmm. I am a black man. That's very much part of my identity mm-hmm. as me being human. Mm-hmm. And I want you to acknowledge that because that's that's how you will address me and that sort of stuff. Like, that's just who I am. It's very right. part. It's kind of like when I'm out here. I'm like, no, I'm not from L.A. I'm from Brooklyn. And right. like, I'm treated a certain way. I act a different way. You treat me a different way. There's a different way that you interact with me. Mm-hmm. There's a struggle that I am proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is... But there's, a, there's just a culture that I am proud of that right. I want you to acknowledge when you see me. Yeah. Same thing is, is if, like, so if I saw a trans person, I would refer to them as, oh, she's a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Not as to, 
categorize or impress is just literally acknowledging her, her journey. Her right. journey, exactly. Acknowledging the right. person's journey. And I accept that. For me, like when I hear somebody say, I don't see color, I can be like, bitch, how do you not see color? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not see the brown people? How do you not see the white people, the mm-hmm. black people? You don't deserve to be treated any differently based on where you where your people stem from mm-hmm. you know you don't deserve to be treated differently because you're arabian you don't deserve to be treated i, I don't think you don't deserve to be treated wrongly you, wrongly, you should be like, treated like i i just want to treat everyone the same way because it's different cultures different interactions but you shouldn't well, be yeah. treated disrespectfully in a, in a, in a well, bad that, way well, that's what i'm saying like yeah. i would not look at someone who's from the middle east and be mm-hmm. like Automatically, you're a fucking bomber. Off top, you deserve respect. You deserve love. You deserve my time. You deserve a positive human interaction. And I feel like if I look at you, be like, okay, that's my Saudi Arabian friend. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's where he comes from. Yeah, that's his culture. That's who he is. I respect that. I see that. I see everything that makes you you. But I don't view it in some negative way that you need to just be. Oh, I have to treat the nigga from Brooklyn like that and it is just like in a negative sense it's like no he's from Brooklyn I respect his struggle his authenticity everything that makes him him but that doesn't mean that I need to treat him harshly yes. or come at him differently yeah, in yeah. some foreign or some some irrational way because of where he comes from or who his people are or yes, something yes, like sure. that that's what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. we're all a people mm-hmm. at the very very basis you deserve respect mm-hmm. the ground to speak your mind and say who you are mm-hmm. and to be accepted for that and I feel like that's where I, I break that barrier within myself it's like bitch I see color and I love seeing color mm-hmm. yeah. I love seeing you for who you are I love seeing you for who you are you're not me this is amazing we're all fucking different yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's viewed in it's most positive loving and the most accepting way like bitch be blue mm-hmm. you're not going to be for me because you blue be blue oh, shit, you blue? come on smart come on. <laughs> right you might get a couple of nicknames but that's just what it's going to be <laughs> you're going to get several nicknames I got you I love you I support you and I accept you and I think that's the the trigger base of it all is you gotta really fucking change the way that you think about some shit and be able to accept people for who they are because when someone <laughs> shows you shows you who they are believe them that's how I feel. come through my Angelou yes but mm. I see I also think that not only do you have to accept other people, that means you have to accept yourself. And a lot of people True. have not accepted themselves. Except who the fuck you In are. their whole truth. Like right. Tyler Perry says, stand in your truth. Mm-hmm. Stand in for who you are. Right. And that's hard. Very. Especially when you have all the barriers and, and stuff coming at you from the mm-hmm. outside world. True. How can I live in my truth? And when you see yourself through the world's eyes. Yes. That's even harder. And I struggle with that shit even like even in today's sense and I'm aware of it so I'm actively every single day working on it. Trying to counter it. That's the sole thing about the black community. Trying to outlook what the world has taught them. Right. To what? Say that again? Trying to out trying to not unlearn Mm -hmm. what the world has taught them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean because me personally I grew up I just grew up being told black is the greatest thing you could ever be. Like, every day, all day. Mm -hmm. That's what my father, like, hammered down in my head. And he would always just tell me, like, we talk about slavery probably the least. He would talk about all the great things that Africans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But even with that type of um, 
upbringing, there was still shit I still had to unlearn mm-hmm. in regards to like the black community interaction and stuff. It wasn't as much as like other people, but mm-hmm. there's still there's still always something you have to unlearn. And yeah. that's also because of like media and stuff. Like it's <laughs> it's not always directly taught to you know it's like subconsciously it's taught within the schools within media how people automatically interact with you yeah, so yeah. this is like learn stuff from it's transgenerational trauma yeah, yeah and it's yeah. going to take a lot for our community to get over those barriers but the process is understanding and being aware of it in order for us to change it and having honest open conversations yeah, with right. each other because i don't and care yourself. yourself first i yeah with yourself and members because i don't really care about uh, building ourselves up I remember, yeah. that just reminded me of that time, I had my, um, my boy Aaron, he was this gay dude I was working with, mm-hmm. and he showed me this picture of, like, this um, Mexican trip they were all going on. Like, it was a, it was a big... Is that a Mexican trip? Mex- they was going on a trip to Mexico. Oh, okay. So, like, it was, like, ten dudes, and I was looking at the dudes, and I just remember saying, hold on, wait, all these dudes are gay? And he was like, yeah. I said, they don't all look gay. He said, what the hell does gay look, look, look like? like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I just sat there, I was like... <laughs> I sat there for like 30 minutes I was like yo I really put my foot in my mouth you did but being able to go over to him and have a con- and then right after I was like yo my man I wasn't trying to be a, uh, offensive, offensive or anything yeah. like that he knew that I wasn't coming from a place of malice, malice. Mm-hmm. Right. and I knew that what I said was just stupid right so I think that's important too like yeah. just understanding like yo you know there's some people who's coming at you crazy right who's coming at you disrespectful way and then there's other people who are like I don't mean to be offensive mm-hmm. and if you are open to having a conversation with them mm-hmm. then you can learn some things I learned a lot in this fucking conversation I could not fucking understand why you couldn't separate the two I was like oh because you ain't got really nowhere to sit right, <laughs> like, right. you're like ah get your gay ass up right. uh, get your black ass out of here right yeah mm-hmm. Well, bitch, I'm just gonna go sit over here with Make your own table. Make your own table. And that is the thing that you have to do. But again, that comes with accepting yourself and making room for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that comes with in every aspect of life because you're always gonna be told no. No matter what, no matter what it is, you will be told no. So tell yourself yes. So to close out, you're gonna say your final statements will will be. Accept yourself, love yourself, and identify what it is within yourself that causes your world not to be as great as you want it to be and work on that. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, members of the black community, need to clear out a seat for you that you can feel comfortable so that you can at least feel supported on one side. True that. Uh, Black women, too. All all of our people. But that's all of our people. Anybody who got melanin in their skin. Right. Because you be going through the same hurdles. Right. We all in pain acting like the shit ain't the same. Like, Ooh, that was a bar. Like, <laughs> all of our pain is the same. There is, I mean, yeah, so there are different types of trauma that are complete different levels. Yeah, there's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit, but you're all in pain. Yeah. And know that. Make no sense spreading that pain. Right. I gotta hurt you so I feel better, but then I'm still hurting myself and hurting another all at the same time. Like, that motherfucker could have been perfectly fine before they came across your hurt ass. Like, That's a fact. Leave people the fuck alone. Misery loves shit. Com- Misery loves company. Misery oh, loves company. Well, all right, brother. I appreciate this conversation. I appreciated being part of this conversation. Uh, this is a great conversation. This is a beautiful conversation. It was great. Before you comment, close on the fucking podcast. Don't come over here worried about what the fuck I'm doing. 
Thank you guys for listening to Yield a Year. It's been a, it's been a great episode with our guest speaker, Raheem Walk Rock Bradshaw, the Aniko White, and all the aliases that go under Here. it. All of it. And you know, we always have our boy Katama. Here. See y'all back next time. Y'all be sure to follow us on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Yo Tier. That's at Y-O-O, the number two, Y-E-R-R. Also, you can follow us individually. You can follow your girl Chandra at goddess underscore of underscore thickness double zero, y'all. And Katama at Katama. That's K-E-T-A-Y-M-A. All right. Hope to hear from y'all soon.